episode number 16. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Welcome, my dear listeners. It is so good to be back and to be broadcasting from my hometown of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I am here for a month visiting my family, doing some Getting Unstuck meetups, and starting to write my next book. It's been a wonderful visit so far, and I really look forward to the next couple of weeks ahead. So while I am here in the United States, I will be leading an alternative, musically-oriented Friday night service this coming Friday night, August 11th, 2017, in southern New Jersey. So if you are interested to join me for that and to stay for dinner, please email me, shira at thestuckmethod.com, and I will provide you with those details. Okay, so today I'm going to share with you a story about how love can be expressed in different ways. Because when you grow up one way, you can unconsciously assume that love must be expressed only in the way that you are familiar. And when it's not, it can be misconstrued as non-love, even when it is. Okay, but before I get into that story, I would like to share with you a testimonial. This is not an iTunes review, but rather an excerpt from an email that I received last week from a podcast listener living in Delhi, India. This email was beautiful and long And I won't read it in its entirety, but rather I just want to share with you a few of his words. It comes from Sammy, and he wrote, I must say, having listened to a few of your podcasts, I owe you a debt of gratitude, as the sheer simplicity of your system allowed me to prove to myself that it is indeed applicable to non-relationship-based day-to-day stuck episodes. As an example, I am a thinker by nature, and I tend to analyze, dissect, extrapolate, and run scenarios on various potential business risks. Many of these analyses continue running while I lie in bed at night attempting to sleep. Many a time, such viciously circular thoughts impede my ability to sleep. Now, I just tell myself to stop, take a deep breath, and follow the process. And I find that my logical mind accepts this very well, especially when I ask myself, how will thinking about this help me right now? And I get an answer back, it won't. And the circle ceases. I'm still on day one, However, I wanted to take this opportunity to say thank you 
He wrote that in big caps, by the way. Your advice is practical, pragmatic, straightforward, and the pursuant results are quickly visible. I now frequently refer to your podcast, and I'm working on directing some friends to your podcast as a marker to plot their way out of their stuck states. Wow, Sammy, thank you so much for sending me that email. He and I have actually responded back and forth a few more times since that email, and it's been a wonderful exchange. I've mentioned this in the past, but one of the greatest things I love about this work is the new relationships I am building with people around the world. It's just phenomenal and quite amazing, actually. And I am so grateful. So, Sammy, again, thank you for taking your time to send me that email. Okay, ready for the story? So, my 15-year-old daughter has been taking dance lessons for as long as I can remember. It's her passion. It's her sport. It's her thing. This is what she does. She dances. She expresses herself through dance. She choreographs her own dances. She improvises with dance. She's just a dancer. And for over a decade, my husband and I have been attending her end-of-the-year recitals. I happen to love going to them, not only because I enjoy watching the fruits of the labor of hours upon hours upon hours of work from the year, but I personally just enjoy watching dance. And my husband comes along even though he doesn't necessarily enjoy watching dance, but he comes along because, well, I guess he knows it's just expected of him. So about a month ago, I had reminded my husband about our daughter's upcoming recital and to make sure it was on his calendar. He told me that it was, and I assumed that was that. But two days before the recital, I reminded him again, because, you know, that's what wives need to do, right? (laughs) Okay, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just saying that I've learned from experience. And if I want to be sure that my husband remembers what is going on in our schedule, I kind of need to remind him like a thousand times. Anyway, so I did. And I was kind of blown away when he said, you know, I I don't really want to go to the recital this year. (sighs) Okay. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he continued, yeah, I'm not going to go. Maybe you can just find someone to take my ticket. And when I understood that he was serious, I was like, my jaw dropped to the floor. Like, what the? <sighs> so I, I responded automatically like, what do you mean you're not going? You're, you're the dad. She wants you to be there. You have to go. She's going to be so upset if you don't go. And then he responded kind of in defense. I, I'm, I'm just not interested. And why should I go? And then I'm like dumbfounded because I I just like gave him enough reasons why he should go. And I started feeling my face getting really red. Like, really? 
I need to explain this to him. He's the parent of a 15-year-old. We've been doing this for like 10 years. Really? He needs an explanation of why he needs to go to the recital? And I need to get stressed over this? I need to parent him? Really? (sighs) But I knew what this was. This was a classic stuck moment. And that's all it was. Just a stuck moment waiting to be processed through. And I knew what I needed to do. I needed to get unstuck. So in that moment, we were standing in the kitchen. I won't forget where I was standing and how I was feeling and what I probably looked like. I, S, took a stop. I closed my eyes and I took a few breaths. And I could feel my husband was noticing and watching what I was doing. Like I was stopping on purpose and, you know, he knows the work, right? He knows all about getting unstuck. And when I opened my eyes, (laughs) we kind of both smiled and giggled at the same time because his smile was like, "Uh uh-oh, here she goes again. And my smile was like, "Uh uh-oh, okay, he knows I'm stuck. He knows I'm trying to get unstuck. Anyway, this work can be really funny at times, especially when You have two people intimately familiar with this work and intimately familiar with each other. It can just get kind of humorous. Anyway, so then I went on to tea and I told myself what I was feeling. Stuck on disappointment, stuck on desire to teach him the right way, stuck on fear for my daughter. And then I went on to you. I uncovered my beliefs. Why was I feeling disappointment? Because I believed my husband should know better by now. And I believed my husband should know the right way to be. And I believed I shouldn't have to parent my husband. Now, why was I stuck on desire? Because I believed I have to always teach my husband everything about life. And why was I stuck on fear? Because I believed my daughter was going to freak out when she heard that her dad was choosing not to attend her recital. And I also believed that she was going to get really, really, really hurt and never forgive him. But one by one, I investigated all of those beliefs. And I realized that every single one of them wasn't true. And because I realized my beliefs weren't true, I was able to take on new perspectives. Like, I could consider, this has nothing to do with me. This is not my story. This is between my husband and my daughter, and I can stay out of this story. I could consider, I don't have to teach my husband anything He's gotten along quite well in his life before I came into the picture. I can consider my husband and I can disagree on things. I can consider my daughter wouldn't care whether or not my husband showed up to her recital or not. Though it was really, really hard for me to consider that one. 
I knew that it was a consideration that I wasn't going to take on. But at the same time, I knew it was a possibility. So I just acknowledged that's a consideration. And finally, I considered the way that I express my love for my children may be different from the way my husband expresses his love to our children. In other words, I was raised where both of my parents attended every single dance recital, piano recital, flute recital, basketball game, any other activity or ceremony or anything I participated in in my life, they were there. And not only did they attend all of those activities and events, they would drop anything and everything to be there for me. That was how I understood how parents express their love towards their children. At least that's one way. But my husband wasn't necessarily raised that way. In fact, I don't really know how he was raised. And to him, not going to my daughter's dance recital wasn't necessarily an expression of non-love. It was just an expression of honesty. He wasn't interested. And because he believed our daughter wouldn't care either way, if he went or not, he just chose not to go. So I took on that consideration of considering that the way I express my love for my daughter might be different from the way that my husband expresses his love towards our daughter. And I also considered this is not my story. Just step out of the way, Shira. And that's what I did. And I ended up giving the ticket to my daughter's best friend. And it was a great night. Both of us really enjoyed the show. And of course, watching my daughter in particular. And of course, greeting her at the end of the show, where she was just glowing was one of the best parts of the night. The following morning, I asked my daughter how she felt about my husband not coming the night before. And her response blew me away. She said, oh, it didn't bother me. I know he doesn't enjoy going to these things and I wouldn't want him to do something that he doesn't enjoy. And plus, you know, mom, I've been thinking I may want to just drop dancing next year. You know, I started running and Abba that's my husband, he's been coaching me, he's a runner, and I'm really, really loving it. And I think I want to take that up seriously and just drop dance for a while. And anyway, mom, you know how much Abba has been working with me? He's been giving me so much time and so much of his energy with this running. It means so much to me. I don't really care if he didn't come to the recital. And once again, I found my jaw dropped to the floor. Is that not amazing? You just never, ever, ever know, right? You can just never know. There she was receiving love from my husband from an entirely different and unexpected place, and I didn't see it. And so I reminded myself, okay, it's okay with what happened. 
for getting stuck on disappointment and desire and fear in the first place. I forgave myself. So there you go. Can you take a moment and look at the people in your life and consider how love can be expressed in so many different ways? It can be expressed with showing up to things, a phone call, a hug. Love can be expressed through food, through money, through music. There are so many ways someone can show their love to someone else. And yet sometimes we only identify with the way that we're used to showing our love to someone else. So see if you can take a moment and consider the other ways that people can express love in this world. Music is one of the ways I express love in my life. And so I'd like to remind you that I will be leading a musical Friday night service this coming Friday night, August 11th in South Jersey. So if you or anyone you know live in this area and would like to come by, please let me know by sending me an email. And that is it for this week. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.